0: intro craptacular podcast where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet earth i am your host aaron and i am joined as always by matt and hello this is a different one no that's fine oh what yeah (laughs) oh uh this is more of a bonus (laughs) episode we don't really uh, do these very often uh but every now and then you know something comes across our inbox and we're like yeah let's watch that last time it was reality queen that was a mistake uh, but, <laughs> but this time I, I sought out a press screener. Oh, an email that came through said, Hey, do you want to review this movie called same boat? And it was a a movie that I had seen, uh, a little bit of buzz about, uh, cause it was releasing on VOD and it was a movie that was shot in secret on a cruise ship. And I'm like, well, that looks really interesting. And I watched, uh, they had put out like the, you could watch the first five minutes or whatever, on youtube and it was the the clip of them uh going back in time and to the 80s and killing the people that yeah uh the intro scene yeah that invented reality tv uh which i thought was <laughs> was funny um but there was a a scene where she's trying to murder the guy yeah. and he the other her partner's just sitting there eating the guy's like pear in his chair, and he's like hey that's my fruit and he's like, You're living in a you're living in a golden age of fruit, man. And I was like, That's really funny. I want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. And that so I just like scene. Yeah. Fired off an email. It was a couple it was about a week or so late. And I was like, hey, can we still get a press screener for this? And they're like, Of course, here. Um, yeah, and so I watched it and it was uh pretty enjoyable, I think. Yeah. I have uh I, I like I like when indie movies uh, you know, do things to kind of expand their their limitations of budget. Uh, there was a movie a couple years ago called not Edge of Tomorrow. That was the Tom Cruise movie. What was it? Escape from Tomorrow. Uh, which was a movie that was sil- uh filmed in secret at Disney World. Oh, yeah so the the cast and crew you know they filmed it all on DSLRs that would be like normal cameras that um like tourists would use to so they could be pretending to take photos yeah you know lots of people have DSLR cameras they'd be kind of inconspicuous and and all the cast wore uh lav mics secretly and yeah it was not a great movie uh but it was it kind of got a lot of buzz because obviously it was filmed in secret at disney world and it was very unapologetic about the fact that it was disney world you know yeah Yeah. and so this one was filmed in secret on a cruise ship and it is the i was wondering about that about like this is like on a
1: big cruise ship are these all extras how did they get this uh, but I guess that answers
0: that question. They didn't ask anyone for permission. <laughs> no, and there's a couple of shots of, like, you know, staff noticing the camera <laughs> uh, that I picked up on. Um, and, you know, some of the, the camera work is not great. It uh, The scene where he's doing karaoke, in particular, was pretty bad. Um, hmm. And like him going and dancing in the the club because they were just, you know, stealing shots, right? So he'd be going and participating in cruise ship stuff and they'd be off in the corner, I guess, filming him. And I tried finding more like behind the scenes info, like interviews or like a podcast or clips or something uh, about how they made it. But there's very little info other than the fact that it was just secretly filmed on a cruise ship. So I would very much like to know more. Uh, but yeah, so basically it tells the story of two assassins from the future that travel back in time and their job is to basically eliminate, uh, people who are going to do things that ruin the world, like create reality TV or in the case of the, the main plot of the movie, uh, find a legal loophole that leads to rampant pollution. Yep. And as the main character puts it, they're not always bad people, but they're bad for humanity. Mm-hmm. You know? So Yeah, uh what did what did you think of Same Boat? Yeah,
1: I mean it's a it's a super interesting uh plot, I found. It's like just a cool setting. Um but the the way the story was told and um the the characters and the writing i ultimately thought that it was uh really cute yeah. um really maybe not really but still pretty twisted which mm-hmm. um compare like matching that with cute i feel like that's not easy to do but they did it uh and ultimately it was very funny to me
0: yeah i, I, I had I, a, I had a lot of fun i laughed quite a bit in this as well um I think the dialogue in particular is what, what yeah. got me. There's a lot of, I think it's, I don't know how much they improv'd. Uh, I imagine they did improv, um, you know, a decent amount because there's sort of a naturalistic kind of flow to the dialogue a lot of the times. But I, mm. I, I think the writing was is what really kind of carries the movie in terms of like... Um, yeah, just the the way the conversations kind of have a really natural kind of flow to them, and they're funny and quirky, and yeah, it like like you said, it was cute, and I I yeah. really appreciated that. Uh, like I said, the golden age of fruit was probably one of my favorite. the The guy's obsessed with fruit. You get the idea that in the future, they don't have fruit, and so when he gets on the uh, cruise ship and there's just a a, a fruit buffet. He just like loads up a plate, and and he he does this yeah, several times nuts. during the movie. Um, another great line that I wrote down was, uh, "Leave a bucket for my vomit."
1: <laughs> yes.
0: His partner, his partner gets seasick as soon as they get on the ship. Um, which kind of takes her out of the picture. He's got to carry out the assassination mission, uh, on his own and this isn't a spoiler, it's in the trailer, uh, he ends up falling in love with the woman that they're supposed to kill, who is the lawyer who uh, her boyfriend, she breaks up with her boyfriend as they're pulling out of port <laughs> on this cruise ship. Um, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> in, a, in a kind of shoddy VFX shot. Still funny. Yeah, of the, of the ship. But yeah, I, I thought the pacing, I'm just kind of going through some bullet point notes here that I have. I thought the pacing was a little bit strange. It felt like they padded a lot. It's only an hour and 20 minutes, including credits. Mm. Um, so it felt like they padded a lot to make it um, feature length. There's Yeah, time talking about the middle of, of the movie in particular? <laughs> particularly in the middle of the movie. It's very meandering. Uh, and there's some scenes with these uh, two side characters that are cruise ship uh, staff. Um, that there's like two or three scenes where there's like an awkward guy and then a really horny woman. And she's like aggressively trying to seduce him. And he's not having and he, it. At and, first. and he's her boss as well. And he's her boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um which uh, now i one of my coworkers does uh, used to work on cruise ships a lot and apparently it's just like among the crew it's just one big cesspool of debauchery <laughs> wow st- stuck at sea with these people for months so it's kind of like summer camp wow. in a way i think right you kind of you're young and hormonal and you're trapped in a place with a other young hormonal people and you your natural for... instinct is to pick out
1: the best one to yeah and, and you're just there yeah. for
0: like two months during the summer and yeah i think i think that's kind of how it goes but then at on the cruise ships you have the added uh element of there's just like unlimited alcohol
1: <laughs> essentially <laughs>
0: yep. you know so <laughs> oof I, I have a feeling this is a fair that's a fairly accurate depiction of what it's like to work on a cruise ship, but I was interested into how they got those characters in the movie without getting noticed because they're wearing like cruise ship uniforms. Yeah, that's a good question. Did they steal those? <laughs> Maybe, although upon rewatching, I don't know. Because, like, I think, like, the bartenders and, like, waiters, uh, the wait staff and stuff, they were wearing, like, red polo shirts, I think.
1: Oh, so they just brought, brought their own and didn't show too many contrary uniforms.
0: And then, I mean, most of the time they're being filmed. There's only a couple scenes where uh, they're filmed out in public. Other than that, they're kind of just, uh, like, in, in a private room kind of deal hmm You know true. what I mean? So I think that's kinda how they how they got away with it. But Well done though. It is it is well done. Um an undertaking. It is quite an undertaking and it's you know it's risky because you could get caught and Boot find, I'm assuming probably find and not able to film thrown overboard. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that far, but you know, definitely unable to film your film. Yeah. At a certain point, right? But I thought they did a pretty good job of making it uh making it fairly watchable and Yeah, it's just it's a fun, cute little romance. Um combined with, you know, a, a light sci-fi element. Yeah. And I, I like I like low-budget sci-fi like that, where you can tell that they don't have any money to do anything. So <laughs> they do it in a way that's very sort of, oh, how am I putting it? Like, like in this, the only sci-fi-ness of it is the fact that they're time travelers, and then they have a little device that they use to kill people. You just put it up against their heads and press the button and it zaps their brain to death. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It also tells them whether or not their, their mission is complete.
0: Yeah. 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 And so one of the, yeah,
1: I like, I like that too.
0: Yeah. So one of the, the plot thing, well, should we get into spoilers, I guess, or is it too soon? Maybe we let's do a little.
1: Yeah, Sure.
0: Let's do uh, quick recommendations. What do you think about Same Boat? It's available now on VOD. You can rent it pretty much any VOD platform. So if you are interested in checking it out, you can do it from the comfort of your own home. Is this worth people's uh, money? I absolutely think so, yeah. I do too. I,
1: again, I thought it was. Uh, it was really cute like it has this twisted plot and then they make it really really cute and there's like a simplicity to it that I feel like makes the um it doesn't make it feel as low as much low budget as it is just like a simple film you know like totally it did it didn't feel like they pull out those machines and I'm like oh they're really they're really lacking the money to do something good I was just like oh that's just like a really simple um device and like and it's not important to the plot what the device is necessarily. Like it's the plot yeah. was more about um, pl- the plot was more about like the good and humanity. Honestly, like ultimately it was, yeah. it was really yeah, yeah really cute, really really funny. And the ending I thought was amazing and really unexpected. I really didn't didn't see it coming, and I thought it was really fulfilling. So I oh, think it's absolutely worth it.
0: Because I. You didn't I like the I, re- I have a note here. Now, y- you just watched the movie. I watched it about a week ago. So I'm a little bit removed from it. But I said the ending uh, left me a little bit unsatisfied. Okay. I don't remember exactly what that was for me. But we'll get into it in spoilers. But. Okay. Uh, I would say this is a, a definite recommend for me. If you're going to rent something. And you don't mind watching low-budget indie movies. I think this is a really, really good one.
1: Absolutely agree.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to get into spoilers then now. Um, yeah. So I think the thing for the ending for me was... It kind of happens in two... Two pieces, you know. um, Where he gets the girl. He they end up sleeping together. He fi- uh his partner finds out that he doesn't plan on killing her because his um his mission device either it's either red and it says like in progress or something like that or it's green and it says completed. Um but there's like it uh has changed now it's yellow and there's three dots. Yeah, it's like it's and, buffering. Yeah, and so he's like I think we can accomplish the same goals without killing people we just have to like like be kind to them and like change their worldview a little bit you know yeah and so uh they establish at the beginning that uh, if you redo a mission you die uh you get i guess caught in a causality loop and you just will cease to exist
1: yeah, they kinda of just throw it out at the beginning of the movie is like, that's just the thing. Um, but then uh yeah. later on in the movie he actually has to explain it to one of the characters. Um and the way he explains it is like if you're going if you're going on a roller coaster, but then you wanna just go back to the beginning, um, all of a sudden, you can do that, but you're gonna bring the track with you. And so when you start again, once you get back to that same point, now there's no track there and you die.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, it's, you know, it. Uh, time travel is the hardest thing in science fiction to write, probably. That's fair. <laughs> There's very few movies that make it make sense. Most of them invent their own rules, uh, and you just kind of have to accept whatever they tell you. Because <laughs> it's a yep. thing that doesn't exist that we can't quantify by saying, Ah, yes, this actually is true, or, you know, whatever. So <laughs> th- this that's the rules that they established in this. So what happens at the end is he yeah, he gets the girl to sleep together. Uh he explains to Mott his um partner that uh so he's kind of an established assassin and he's training a new one. Yeah. Is yeah, it's kind of the the deal. Uh so you know, he explains to her it's like I thought I don't think we have to kill people. Um and then there's a really funny scene, probably my favorite scene where her ex-boyfriend comes into the room, sees the two of them together and is like, Oh, I get it. Um, cause he's kind of befriended. Uh, what's the main character's name again? James. Yeah. James and Lily. Um, oh, okay. Perfect. I remember Mott because it's a stupid
1: name. I thought it was just kind of a funny thing. Like in the future, they have short dumb names or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Pro- probably something like that. Um, also, uh, Chris Roberti, who plays James, is the director of the movie as well. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. And he shows everyone his dick. Yep. There Which is very... some full cock. <laughs> very <laughs> unexpected. Yeah. Startling. Um, so anyways, yeah. So the... Lily's ex-boyfriend, who she broke up with as soon as they left <laughs> on the cruise, <laughs> comes in. He's been befriending James for the whole movie. Uh, James, I guess, drunkenly told him not to kill himself one night, and yep. doesn't rem- doesn't remember it. But now they he like feels this attachment to James, and so they have like this weird friendship. <laughs> it's a really funny scene where he's like in the last. Uh, it was like, we've uh, spoken three times and you've mentioned suicide. Or no, we've spoken two times now and you've mentioned suicide three times. It's not a good sign, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. Um. So like he comes in and he's like, oh, my God, like what's going on? And and Mott is there and um, they end up ordering breakfast. <laughs> like they order room service. and, and Yeah, that and, seems amazing. They're, like, having this whole conversation about, you know, like, where uh, he explains what they're from the future and they're assassins. They're going to kill her because she finds this loophole that leads to rampant pollution. And But he doesn't have to now because he thinks there's a better way to do it. And the scene ends with Mott kills Lily and then ends up getting stabbed by James. So she dies. And I think he kills... Um who kills the boyfriend or the ex boyfriend? Was it Mott or was it James? No, it was it was James. Yeah. Mott it is James, yeah. Mott Mott kills Lily,
1: and so the boyfriend then stabs Mott with his little knife. Yeah and then and then James reaches over and there's like a moment of like the boyfriend I can't remember the character's name, but he's just like looking up at James and like, James and he's like got the thing to his head and he just pop and he kills him. It's yeah. Oh, it happens so fast. It's it's got that the shock value that
0: like you kind of laugh because it's kind of uncomfortable. Totally, but yeah. And so I, but it's I think good. that's where kind of the, the pacing issues for me kinda end where I'm like, oh, they had like this really satisfying ending in a way. Um where, you know, they were all kind of reconciling uh, and, and she was just kind of coming to terms with the idea that like oh we don't have to kill people and he's you know he's explaining he's kind of come up with this new thing he's like I think we can like I think we've changed her you know or we can change her in in a way so that she, we don't have to kill her and then it ends with everyone dying and so then he decides he's going to redo the mission mm-hmm. thereby what, sacrificing himself yeah and that whole uh i think it was the whole like decision making process from when like everyone dies to him deciding that he was going to go back and redo it I, i i i felt a little empty with that with sorry the the time between
1: the deaths and his decision to go back
0: or with the whole ending uh, with that, with that, just like, yeah, that bit of time in between where he, like, they all die, Mott you know, kind of bleeds out slowly. They have this whole kind of reconciling thing, and then there's a little bit of time in between, and then he decides that he's gonna go back and redo it. And there was just, I don't know, I didn't quite feel enough of a switch in the character mm. for him to be like, I. Love this woman enough that I don't want her to die and I'd rather her be alive and me be dead than you know, go on and you know, just keep keep doing what I'm doing. Um because you kinda He's very casual about his job. Yeah, you the know.
1: whole the whole character is acted very like understated the whole time, I feel like.
0: Mm-hmm. As many of the characters are,
1: the kind of like yeah. let the kind of let the the story and the dialogue be funny by not reacting to
0: it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great line at the beginning where, um, you know, she like in order to kill the the reality TV guy, she like jumps on his back and while well, he's laying in the sand and was like wrestling with him, and she drops her little zappy killy thing, and and James ends up just like reaching over and doing it as he's like doing a crossword. <laughs> yeah. And and eating fruit, and she's and you know, and then that's when she's like, "Oh, I wish I could redo this mission." And that's when he explains the rules about like if you redo the mission, you die. Um, and so, uh, there's a great line at the beginning where he he says, uh, "Like, don't worry about it, mods. Plenty more people to kill." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like it, it's, uh... it's that kind of thing. So, yeah, there was just a little bit for me there where I, I was like. Yeah, you could've. You could've sold that turn a little bit better. I don't. I don't feel like it was a complete arc. Okay. I feel like the arc started, and then it just dropped headfirst on. I'm gonna go back and redo the mission because that's where the m- movie needs to go. Hmm.
1: I mean, I guess I just like. Um, i just i just didn't expect the ending to be like him go back um and instead of like changing things for his own life or instead of like changing like like interacting with the woman that he fell in love with like what he does is like he prioritizes like like what his job is he prioritizes the future and his relationship mm-hmm. with his partner by going like telling his his partner like Basically saying, like, I've started the mission over. So she understands that he's fucked. Um, yeah. so understands the gravity of the situation, and he explains, like, hey, we don't have to kill people, you can make them better. And so then, like, there's a bit of a montage of Mott going and befriending Lily and like changing her life through like listening and understanding. Um, and then like that's that's what they, that's what his arc is, is like putting it into Putting the future into the the next generation's hands, and and then eventually disappearing.
0: Thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I just didn't see it coming. No, and that whole bit I I thought was really good. Like when like once he decides to go back and change how things happened, I was like, ah, yes, this is surprising yet inevitable. It's you know Aristotle mm. in a nutshell. But just just how we got there, I thought could have been. Just a little bit more yeah. fleshed out, um that's fair there could have been the, yeah more from the actor, probably, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ending itself i i did i did think was a good a good way to go um good. yeah there's there's a lot of good good things in here it's it's really funny, it's subtly funny, um yeah, like i said there the pacing does. Kinda of meander a little bit, they did kind of stretch it to get it to you know feature length um some of the camera work is a little shoddy, but I don't know, I thought it was uh I thought it was overall really, really good and really worth seeking out, yeah, same uh one thing one thing I really appreciate in in
1: media that I feel like we don't see that often is really good, really good writing um especially in dialogue for like friends of different genders like yeah I f- I f- like the they are like mentor and mentee the two like James and um Mott but but like i really like their dialogue together um and like the relationship that they have i think it's really just different from what i've usually seen and it's really it's really loving and wholesome and not sexual and yeah. i just really really appreciated that um and oh, one of the scenes that I love the most is when they get on the ship. Like right away, Mott is like super seasick. Um and yeah, like you said, it's kind of taken out of the mission for the first like half of the movie, really. Um, but like she's <laughs> she's throwing up all the time, super seasick. And there's this one scene where where she's laying in bed and she's like, my abs have been getting really strong from all the throwing up. Oh yeah. And she's yeah, just yeah. like, that's great. And she's like, hit me. I'm not gonna hit you, Mott come on, hit me. And it like goes over and just like, 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 basically like fist taps her belly a little bit. And then she's just yeah. like, has <clears throat> <laughs> to run to, the, run to the bathroom to throw up again. I yeah. just thought that was so
0: funny. Uh, I loved it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. Um, uh, Their relationship in particular is really funny. Um, Yeah. There's some great moments. Like he, he, bring, <laughs> he brings her ice when she's first seasick <laughs> oh yeah he's like i got you some ice and she's like what am i supposed to do with it he's like i don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just like did a thing to be helpful but it's not helpful at all (laughs) yeah 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 there's there's so many great moments really
0: yeah i like i said i really want to try and find more on like how the movie was made I want some like inside baseball info, you know, like mm. I would be good to know too. Yeah. Do they ever get found out like that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. It uh, That I would be, I'd be very curious about that, but overall it's pretty good. I think if you had to choose between this and escape from tomorrow, the other secretly filmed at a resort movie, <laughs> choose this one. It's way better. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, cool, man. I think that's uh, that's it for us, unless you had yep. anything else you wanted to bring up.
1: No, that's about it. We did, uh, yeah, the full cock scene. So I'm good. <laughs> Man, it really didn't see it coming. I don't know if it really added anything to the scene for you, but I just thought it was. I mean, it definitely shocking. added
0: something. Ooh.
1: But <laughs> it was no, it was
0: it was very it was a strange choice. <laughs> Maybe the strangest choice in the whole movie to just hang brain like that, but... Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, well.
0: I I think maybe it was a little bit in vain. <laughs> I don't think... Yeah. I think you're right. I don't think it added anything, really, to the, <laughs> to the picture itself, so... Yeah. But it also didn't take away too much, really. No. So? No. It's... Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Check it out. It's on VOD. It's uh, well worth... Whatever four or five bucks they want for you to rent it, and I look forward to seeing what this guy does next because I think he's funny. I think you know it's a it's a brand of humor that you don't see very often. Yeah, it's a little unique, very dry kind of understated humor, which I really like. So Yeah I same. say thumbs thumbs up from me absolutely agreed. yeah we don't really do our normal rating system on this do we no not really anyways um yeah that's it thanks for listening uh until next time keep watching crap